0: Hello, this is Billy Moon. Thanks for tuning into my podcast. It's 2022 already, season three. As COVID stays in our lives, I missed talking and learning from other creatives. And I discovered a newfound hobby of connecting people to other people to get close to their dreams. So bear with my interview skills, if any, and dive into the stills of life. Are you ready? Let's go. Soma, thank you so much for doing this and uh, welcome to the podcast. And um, do you remember that we actually first like touched base like many, many years ago when I think you were still in Indonesia? Yeah. And at the time, I think you were about to release a book or you were talking about releasing a book Mm -hmm. on top of like all your short film goals and as a director and and it's... It's so crazy to reconnect because honestly, yeah, I did forget about you, but I forget about, <laughs> Thanks. I forget about a lot of things. And then I forgot how I stumbled on, upon you, but I was like, oh, she's still doing it. That's great. Oh, and she moved to LA. She moved halfway around the world for her, <laughs> yes. for her love. That's <laughs>
1: awesome. She left yeah. everyone behind
0: everyone she loves and care about she just left them behind
1: well she i brought came. one person i love with me my husband
0: <laughs> yeah the, the, the only one you should bring <laughs> exactly but she moved here to the city of darkness and now she is a full-time director
1: <laughs> oh so my congratulations
0: goodness. on that journey so far
1: thank you thank you so much appreciate it and uh it was a very long time ago that we did sort of get in contact wasn't it
0: i think i told you that i i've been trying to be a director ever since i was 16 and then sad to say i stopped like five years ago and Mm. but luckily fell in love with uh, still photography and Hmm. just been pursuing it ever since fantastic And it's a whole new world because there's all these like entertainment laws of the union and non-union all these things that you don't know about until you start getting into it. Like what's a time card? Why does every jobs time <laughs> card look different? Why do you want? Why do you want to send me cash instead of a check? Uh, what, what do I look out for? How uh-huh. do I play detective on all this? But right, I mean, I imagine that's the same with you.
1: Yes, and no, I you know I, I am pre DGA, as they call it. So I don't have um, a lot of that union stuff yet. Although, mm-hmm. I am very close to it, and I have been told that my next project, mm-hmm. that is a union project, I have have to join the DGA uh, oh, because yes. of the hours I've accrued. Um, so, how many hours do you need? It was like a hundred minutes of um, on air time, something like that. If I'm not wrong, I might be getting it wrong, but it was like something like being that. Being on air, that whatever you've directed, oh, has been is like on air or has been, you know, basically. Like um, streaming?
0: That yeah, course. whatever
1: it is, streaming or any, any any way, but it has to be a union um, job. So, because, you know, my show, the Snapchat show was what's yeah. called a DGA signatory,
0: yeah.
1: um, and I was not a DGA person, they had to still pay my dues and do all of it above board even though I was non DGA, but because of that, I'm now in the DGA system accruing the, you know, like the minimum number of minutes. So you're halfway there. I am actually pretty much there. It's literally like I'm on the cusp because that's the Snapchat, I think was.
0: Yeah. When was that?
1: It was two, two and a half years ago because it was 20 episodes. And they were you know between six and ten minutes, so whatever it was, that number is close enough that's that true. like they sent me a letter, and they were like, "Ah, uh, yeah, the next thing you do, you're joining the d g a
0: that's fantastic,
1: Oh, it's fantastic, no, it totally is, and I absolutely will. I just it took from then to now to even get anywhere near another d g a job
0: <laughs> Wow, well, I mean, I'm happy for you." Thank you I mean, appreciate this, it this has been a long time coming and it's just uh like I, I don't even know you but i just know that like i think you deserve it
1: oh, right thank you so much yes right i, I absolutely do deserve it
0: <laughs> oh okay all right I like the <laughs> well i mean it's there. it's
1: it's a lot of hard work you know
0: yeah when did you fall in love with filmmaking
1: when i was younger when i was a kid my mom used to take me to the theater a lot and we used to watch oh. a lot of videos yay you know, for the kids out there um VHS, yeah. VHS videos and you know she we used to go to a lot of movies and it just i think i fell in love with it there probably but in terms of even thinking about becoming a filmmaker i think it was in high school you know shows or movies with a lot of vfx and all of that kind of fantasy so that's where it comes stuff from. yeah
0: <laughs> you got to you got a very like like broad wide imagination like half of it is sci-fi Yeah, that's
1: my favorite genre directing. I love sci fi. I love fantasy stuff. Mm -hmm. So a lot of my work tends to be in that realm. But I gotta
0: ask you then the stupid cliche questions like which which movies was it as a kid that changed you?
1: Okay, this is not going to be earth shattering, but it's pretty hilarious. Uh, The movie that made me want to be actually in special effects, I wasn't necessarily wanting to be a director. I Mm -hmm. wanted to do special effects after watching Twister.
0: Oh. do you know do you remember that film of course 1996 bill paxton yeah. Hunt,
1: right yeah
0: directed by Jan
1: and i just remember just being so blown away at that time for that yeah, time yeah. that movie was amazing with all the effects it and it Even was like as a kid
0: we were oh. like this looks pretty damn real yeah very ahead of its time yeah
1: and i just i think after that i just kind of was like i want to make these kind of films obviously you know like special effects i wanted to tornadoes, be yeah. tornadoes flying and whatever it was but i just was so impressed by Planet the special of the effects house. of it <laughs> yeah that's
0: so crazy my mentor shot that film
1: no way
0: yeah that's david wild. james he was the photographer on that film
1: oh that's so cool that's amazing i gotta ask him
0: about that i should ask him he's got tons of stories man he's he shot like so for Spielberg and Tom Cruise I should ask him about Twister. <laughs> what I love about that film is like they used a uh, animal roaring sounds for the tornadoes.
1: Oh, I heard something like that. Yeah. Like right. like a,
0: a tiger or a lion or something mm. like that. I was like that's very creative.
1: Yeah, sound design yeah. is super creative. I actually the person I love who, that movie. <laughs> no, it's it's a very cool film and you know it's, it's not necessarily like the thing that influences my current work my directing mm-hmm. work but it was definitely what put me onto this path because planted
0: the seed for sure
1: yeah for sure
0: every mm-hmm. time they in the second act they go to uh the aunt's house to eat steak and eggs <laughs> i just i just have a horrible craving for that every time this <laughs> scene comes up so nowadays i'll just like wait till that scene passes and i go back to that channel
1: Honestly, wow. I haven't watched it in forever. I haven't really, I haven't seen it in such a long time. I wonder if it holds up. I don't know.
0: Oh, it will, especially if you get the Blu-ray. Okay, I'm sure it'll look great. I'll
1: have to go back. a
0: wow, Twister! And then you've been pursuing it ever since.
1: Yeah, I, it kind of took a, you know, a little bit of a circuitous path. I yeah. like. I got into graphic design. I got. Uh, I worked in advertising in Jakarta as an art director for many many years it was it was pretty great it was i was there kind of right on the tail end of the heyday of advertising big budgets you know like just wild ideas being pitched all the time and we had big clients and it was like it was a lot of fun but you know we were we were shooting a lot and i I got to be on set quite a lot. And the whole reason why that developed into directing was because I would be on set and I'd want to be, there i would want to be the director my i'd team. want to be on set rather than just being the client sitting in the chair you know it's like yeah. being told to just they would put you as far away from the you know, set as possible the village for yeah, the clients um, and now i do that with my
0: clients you gotta but i get the, it keep all the corporate stuff away from the <laughs> exactly
1: it was like this i just remember back then it was like okay um how far away can we put them <laughs> <It was always> <laughs> the, <laughs> um, next time
0: bring your own chair
1: you, you know just bring what? your
0: own director's chair, go next to the TV and then
1: we kind of like... we would do that. One of the my biggest influences was my creative director. When we were on set, she was like, ignore all the producers, whatever, come with me. And she would get mm. me to sit next to the director and pepper him or her with questions. Oh, that's like awesome. about framing, about the gear, about what are you doing this for? Da-da-da. And she was like, This is how you learn. So it was incredible. It was like going to film school, but you know, working mm. while you're there was pretty cool. Was it hard to leave? No. <laughs> 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 um, I I by the time I was kind of towards the end of my time in advertising, I was put on what was called a um, the awards team. And I don't know if you know this about advertising, but it's very like awards driven. There's huge award festivals like the Cannes Lions and all this stuff. And that's, you know, clients pay attention to that and all this kind of stuff. So, I was on this team of myself and a copywriter and a couple of other copywriter art directors. All we did was we took all the briefs coming through the agency and had to look through it all for award potential. Like, is this interesting enough to make an award-winning commercial out of and all this, and we would have to write and shoot all of those. So it was like burnout. Oh my god. Burnout. We did that for a year and it was oh high god. pressure. burn we got a lot of, you know, awards. I actually I learned a lot. Mm. It was an incredible way to learn how to story tell because you had to like it was pressure to you had thirty seconds to get your story across. freaking hard. Very, very hard. And my One CD was the hardest jobs. Oh, she was amazing. She was like this four foot something just spit fire. And she was so <laughs> creative. Dragon. Oh my gosh, she was so amazing. And she would do stuff like we would put all our scripts on the wall. And she'd go through it with a pen. And she'd just be like, No, 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 You're just like sitting there just getting your heart like smashed into pieces while well. she's like, Hmm, maybe but fix this, 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 this. And you're like, Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, But just- you want that in a boss, right?
1: You absolutely do. But, you know, being a creative, sensitive person, it was like yes. watching her just like cross a line through your script idea was like heartbreaking. <laughs> you're like, I spent three months in a row. <laughs> exactly. <coloring this." laughs>
0: and now you're just like ripping it off the mood board. That's just great.
1: Yeah. And that's actually how I started learning how to write was because of her. Really... You still talk to her? Not lately. We ran into each other actually in Cannes. Um, oh. I was there for Cannes Lions.
0: Uh, what was that like? I'm to dying to about. go
1: um it was great parties and very glam because you're right there you know especially the commercial side of it the lions is like you know the parties on the beach and whatnot but oh my gosh it always looks yeah. so
0: beautiful every time I see those like press clips and red carpet yeah. premieres I was like yeah man I don't want to fall in love with that whole like um egotistical kind of stardom <laughs> I gotta admit that looks like really uh, I wish I it's there. kind
1: of like I think think of it as almost like a nice reward for all the hard work it's not the be all yeah. and end all obviously it's not you know the awards are not it's it, like right in between
0: it's like it's like the oscars without any trophies we got oh.
1: trophies <laughs> you get trophies Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the trophies are good
0: i was talking about <laughs> myself i never, I've never gotten a trophy no one wants to give me one it's really i'm just sad. saying
1: it was really nice terrible. to get them um terrible um, but
0: yeah. um so did you go to film school
1: I did not. I nice. did what's called a multimedia degree um, in university, where we learned, like, pretty much a bit of everything animation programming, a little bit of film, you know, just kind of a bit of everything. But it wasn't film specific.
0: I looking back, I went to art center film school um, on the directing track. And I kind of wish I didn't really go if I was if I was just more ambitious and assertive I probably would not have gone and it's a horrible thing to say because my parents worked so hard to like right. you know pay for tuition and all that so film school the idea of film school these days it's like if you can afford it go for it right but if you can't dude don't sweat about it just get on set you yeah know? work for free work your ass off make yourself shine over deliver if you can get on set almost six days a week.
1: I think there's there's benefits to both. I feel like it's Mm, it's not the only way in. And there's there's some film schools that have really incredible teachers, obviously, it depends. Um, But Mm. it really like it, you should not think that you can't be a filmmaker unless you go to film school, I would say.
0: Yeah, I think anyone can do it. It just, I mean, you have to have some talent, obviously, you don't necessarily have to have the gift. Um, But you do have to have some kind of talent and your skills will always like increase anyway.
1: You have to learn and you have to pay your dues and all of that. I think definitely volunteering and, you know, not getting paid maybe at the start is maybe par for the course, but I feel like some of that is taken advantage of, you know, these kind of unpaid interns in the industry um, that, that, I think, get taken advantage of. So there's a there's a line that people are crossing where they really should be appreciating some of the, you know, help that they're getting. Yeah. But, I like, I did that. I worked for free on a lot of things. So I think to a certain point, that's good. It's not like, oh, if this is your first time and you have never been in film and it's just a friend of a friend who's making, a you know, something, absolutely do it volunteer. Everyone should do that. everyone should help each other out especially when they're coming out you know like i helped friends for free they helped me and shot things for free like that's the way everybody starts but i think once it starts moving into like fully paid big productions taking advantage of the free labor then it gets a little sketchy um Mm. but when you're starting off and it's like you're friends and everyone's you know like there's no money and or hardly any budget or whatever it is obviously that's the way everybody learns together it's
0: always the term we got a low budget film you know, oh my we a god micro budget, film. Micro budget. No, one, no one's ULB. ever gonna say we got a high budget film
1: <laughs> no well oh gosh i hope i one day i can that's really i mean the result of all of this is obviously i have so many friends now who not only do i owe favors to but i just want to hire just like the best rate ever because they've all helped me so much and I know yeah. how talented they are and I'm pretty sure that they would say, do the same thing for me. Like if they got something, you know, it's kind of like coming up together and making sure that you look after each other when you get to a point where you are privileged enough to have a decent budget, hire each other um, and, you know, keep, keep that rolling. But is. the other thing is not only just volunteering and jumping into it. But for me, I've always said, if you, and people ask me, you know, what, how do you become a better director? Learn all the different departments. Don't just volunteer in one. If you like just want to be whatever, figure out what everyone else is doing. That's the best way to become a good director. I think like try everything. You have to know what each department does. You Um, have to know everything you don't have to know in detail right like you don't have to do their job you just need to know what's going on and why are they saying certain things and like you need to be able to say yes you can when they say no they can't but at the same time you also get out out. out. i know it's possible but also, then you also I think have the compassion to, or the understanding when they really can't make it happen. You understand why, and you can go, "Oh, yeah, okay, and I get." Come it. up with a solution, right? And you're like, yeah. "I get that. I know that you cannot do that. So let's figure out something else."
0: I took a directing class with a teacher who is now past where you, you have to deliver a giant Bible of everything about your potential feature film. Mm-hmm. So everything from Whatever your subject matter is, you have to do like a deep dive research. Um, If you're making a spy thriller, you know, learn everything about those agencies, Um, like somehow get an interview with a consultant. I don't know. Uh, Know (laughs) everything about costumes and the weather of this country and that country and how you want to look and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I totally hear you. And I think I think more young filmmakers should know that. And now that we talked about it, I guess I kind of miss it.
1: It's such a hard path, especially a director.
0: Yeah. Why also, is it hard?
1: Because I think as a director, a lot of the times, unless you're very multi-talented, you know, multi-talented, so to speak, or you have a lot of different skills, you really have a very narrow pool of the jobs that you can get as a director. There's one person at the, to direct this thing. You know, whereas I think crew members, you can have multiple options. You can crew up on other things. You can, you know, for work-wise, I think there's more options. And that, that makes it even harder because, yeah. you know, not working is so bad for your mental health also, because it can really mess with your my life. Yeah. Right? It's like yeah. doubt crawls in, all of it comes in. And I think there's just so much involved that. And there's so much rejection. Yeah. Rejection, 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 even silenced
0: is a rejection.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Like you're
0: getting rejected, even though you're not really seeking it or asking for it. It's just happening every minute.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but did yeah. you
0: come close? Did you come close to giving up?
1: I've taken many breaks for like my own mental health. I think during these last couple of years, during the pandemic, for sure, it was like, okay, you need to take a breather and step back because this is just insanity. It's not happening. Um, I've had really, really dark days where I'm just like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? This is just crazy. You know, you're not getting anywhere. It's really, really tough. And you know, of course, you have those days where you're like, I'm just gonna quit and go work at Starbucks. Um, at least I can pay my rent, you know. So and that's a like... hard job
0: to get in the first place. <laughs>
1: yeah. Everybody wants it. Everybody wants the Starbucks job. They want but... the healthcare, yeah. Exactly. So, you know, it's, it's it was really, really tough this last couple of years, especially because I was so close. Um, so off the back of Snapchat, I shadowed on Grey's Anatomy in 2020. In I bed, saw that. And I was offered an episode. In, 20, in February of 2020, and- oh,
0: right before.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, you know the rest oh. of the story, um, the shutdown happened. My episodes got like axed. They only did 16, I think, that year, blah, 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 blah. Wow. And so, I was almost there, and it wow. just got snatched away. And then in that very same year, I won the pitch to direct a Disney show, and I was going to direct all eight episodes of this kind of multi-platform show that got shut down of COVID. So I was just like, oh. knocks left, right and center. And I just was like, okay, I You're need like, to take a deep this. breath. I need to not think about this I for need a minute. to find some drugs. <laughs> no, you know, it was more like, I need to go camping. I need to go do yeah. some fun stuff and-
0: Or get a puppy.
1: Whatever it is, you know? And I oh. think everybody needs to do that every so often and just like, stop But that's amazing.
0: You would have directed Grey's Anatomy.
1: Yeah. You know, and it was no. pretty, like, it was so exciting. See? I was so excited. And yeah, it just, it didn't take that long. It was like a couple of weeks after hearing that I got it to like not getting it. <laughs> are you,
0: but are you still keeping in touch with those execs? Yeah. 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 Okay. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Just, yeah. So hopefully it'll then, come
1: back around. Um, yeah.
0: Just be really cool. Don't expect anything, but just keep in touch. Right.
1: Exactly. It's um, hard. It is hard. So because talk I, about that. yeah, that was what's that
0: we need to talk what about part? networking oh my gosh what are the etiquettes and the unspoken rules of networking because I'm, I'm sure a lot of people would want to learn this I got my way <sighs> I'd rather hear your way
1: I don't know is there a way um
0: my way is just I just throw a rock with a piece of paper around it in, into their office at CAA.
1: <laughs> well I don't know if that's the way but no. um I think that was something I had to learn very quickly coming here when I moved to LA because you know, obviously yeah. living in Bali, I was flying out for commercials a lot and all that thing, but I it wasn't there's was no film scene or anything to speak of. Hmm. But when I got here, I joined like as a female filmmaker, I joined a lot of women film groups, like Alliance of Women Directors, I'm in Film for Tales, and that was like a really good in because it for sure. You know, that's a huge community of filmmakers. They had workshops. They had mixers that, you know. So that yeah. was like a really good way in um, into L.A. And then I was also really fortunate where I Wait, had What some, year was that? I moved here in 2016.
0: Oh, election year.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was quite an interesting year to move to America. Um, and I, I moved forgive in my August.
0: ignorance though was that before or after the me too movement as well before it was a tough road
1: yeah it you know i think it still is yeah. um but there's ways in even if you don't have a network and you don't have connections there's there's ways that you can do it it's hard yeah. but like these the the communities like i was talking about are really great there's Filmmaker groups on Facebook, so there's like ways that you can, and you have to be active.
0: You have mm-hmm. to, you
1: know. I also made a bunch of shorts, I was always making shorts. I think last count, I'm at 24 shorts or something. I don't know, oh, last yeah. count. we'll
0: talk about that too.
1: Um, but that is a way of also connecting with your community. You know, you need people to come and help you shoot, you make friends with DPs, you make friends with. ADs and, you know, it's like, you need to build your community. I was really fortunate because when I left Bali, I was given a contact and who I met actually in Bali. Once I I came to LA and he was friends with, um, this manager and the manager I had very quick, can I chat with him? He introduced me to Catherine Hardwick, who was his client. And he Twilight. was like, Hey, I think Catherine and you would get along really well. And we did. I went and had lunch with her and she was like, Hey, you're an art director. Do you know how to use Photoshop? And I said, yes, I do. And so from then on, when I landed, I was helping her make her pitch decks and I would go and spend, you know, weeks at a time at her house and make pitch decks with her and read scripts awesome. for her and learn her prep. And it was like, whoa it was, I shot my first short film in her house in America you know I was like wow. a lot of what really a nice cool lady things. I had no idea she's awesome and she's also just like she's a legend in terms of like her filmmaking she's an incredible prep director she's so yeah. creative it was like wild to be in her presence when she's prepping and like her creative process it was just like I learned so much but you still talk to her Yeah, I just came back from Rome a couple of months ago where I was helping her prep her latest feature.
0: Oh, excuse me, Roma.
1: (laughs) Roma. Oh, Um, bravo. Yeah, so absolutely. And, but that, like, you just kind of, you just follow, you make sure you follow up on all the connections that you can think of. You know, and that was like a couple of steps. It was like, I had lunch with the friend from Bali and then he took me to have lunch with the manager and then the manager took me, you know? So it's like, you have to keep following up and you have yeah. to stay active.
0: Let's talk about that. I'm still not sure if I'm good or bad at follow-ups because yeah. there is that seven day rule. You got to keep your well, emails is. brief. You don't want to make them feel stupid for ignoring you. So it's like-
1: I don't know I- about a seven day rule. I don't. I don't really go by numbers. But I do absolutely, after every meeting, you follow up with a thank you. Right away. You pretty much do that 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 day or the day after, just as a courtesy at least. Yes. And then I do, I have like a system, and I think a lot of people do this, where I have a spreadsheet with all my meetings that I've had, and whether it be generals, whether it be like through friends who have connected me and I have dates of when I met them and when I was last in contact with them so that mm. I can have like an idea of, and also I have like a, you know, what we talked about at that last yeah, meeting yeah. so you can kind of keep That's an brilliant. eye on it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you yes. kind of have to, cause this is, you this can see lot. your timeline
0: and you don't want to repeat yourself. You also want to pick up what you last talked about and Yeah. tracking, tracking is so important I mean it's consistency really just like any other like fake friendship so uh
1: well I mean you do make uh, friends with some of them like real friendships I've, I've met some really cool execs uh, that I keep in touch with
0: yeah I guess so maybe i just bad at it listen I think I'm
1: pretty I think, bad at it no I think it's just I know it's gonna sound super cheesy and like no, duh! But nothing is cheesy. You just have to be really genuine. You have to be really open yeah. about what you are excited about and what, yeah. you know, you're interested in. And if, if you gel with that person and they're also interested in it, and you get like this natural excitement and you become naturally, you know. That's
0: my problem. Let's say you get the opportunity to meet J.J. Abrams at mm. Whole Foods or something. Right, right and you guys have a good small talk and you're emails yeah what's your first email
1: i think i would keep it very light i would say hey it was wonderful meeting you i hope we cross paths again would love to keep in touch let's chat soon just leave it at that for me if that's what i would do
0: just like that would just you that. ask a question just one? i
1: don't usually and i pretty much have always gotten a response like yeah absolutely let's keep in touch and then i leave it And if i have an actual question we'll go back around because i feel like it's also just maybe the type of connections i've made it's just as a courtesy they usually respond with like yes it was so wonderful to meet you let's definitely keep in touch but how long
0: do you wait before you send it again kind of you know what i mean
1: depends if i have something to send if i have something to share if i don't Mm. i kind of good idea and depends who I'm connecting with. And I think yeah. for me, what if, as it's a, him? if it's him, listen, I am making shorts like three to four times a year. <laughs> so I always have something new That's to send good. out. Uh, so I'm always like, hey, you know, I just did this. Um, no worries if you're too busy. I know, blah, blah, blah. And I always give them an out, you know, if they're too busy. Yes, I, do, good I don't point. need Excellent. a response. Yes. And like that's that. totally cool if either I don't hear from them, because I don't want it to feel like I'm grabbing, 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 because I feel like I'm sure yeah. they come up against that a lot from everybody. Yeah. So you kind of just, you just want to, like I said, I don't want to feel like I need something from people. I also just really yes, enjoy meeting Because they
0: know, like, even if you do get, like, a email dialogue going, they know we want a job. And they know that we know that they're thinking that, too. but. And, and that temptation is really hard to resist. Like, I would love to, like, for you to read my script. I would love to pitch something. Oh, my God, something. please like don't to... do that. <laughs> yeah, that's,
1: Obviously. No, no. So, or, or
0: even something light. Like, can I be on set for, like, a day and just, like, be a fly on the wall? Um, I think
1: you have to really gauge the kind of conversation that you have with those kind yeah. of requests. Because I'm sure they get them a lot. And whether yeah. you even connect to that level. If you can ask that, um, it's almost like. like
0: hey, here's my Star Wars ten.
1: <laughs> I, just, I think I, I, 10. always be respectful and always, obviously, yeah. like if you you jammed and you had a really great chat and you even brought it up and whatever it is, obviously ask that. I just don't do that off the bat unless we talked about it in the conversation. I like to just like because you want them and, to
0: mention it first to you. Sometimes, no. That's the best way. I have
1: point blanked asked certain people. Oh, absolutely. Pretty well. (laughs) Oh, they were like,
0: show me what you got.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I gauged the kind of relationship we had, the kind of conversation we had. It's a patient
0: road, isn't it?
1: Yeah. But it's not just patience. I feel like it's courtesy. You know, you're not sure. just going to straight up ask someone you've just met whether you could shadow them on set, I feel like.
0: No, no, no. I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. I, I think I think any networking opportunity to become potential friends with an executive or producer, I think no matter who it is, it has to be a long road. It has to be months and months of dialogue. Yeah,
1: before sometimes. Before you even ask yeah.
0: something that you want, even though it's very self-centered. Unless
1: and they, know they you're open it. That. Because when I, yeah. I I shadowed on Homeland, um, the TV show, and... Yeah,
0: I read about that. I, One of the greatest TV shows in the history.
1: Dude, I was like, what is happening? Never. I'm flying to Morocco. But, like, I got that <laughs> through... A friend of mine is was the composer. Sean Callery was the composer on the show, and he and oh, I 24. are good friends. Like, we... He... I've You're known friends him with since, him? Yeah. So, he was the neighbor of the person that I stayed with when I first moved to LA, and the person... Who made me come to LA thankfully um so they were good friends and so Uh he and I knew each other for a few years already and we were talking about you know my career and all this stuff and he was like oh Leslie's an incredible director you need to at least talk to her and I was like oh my god yeah okay and we had a phone call like he set up a phone call for us and I had a phone call with her and it was really great got a lot of great advice and then at the end of the call though she said is there anything that I can do for you? And of course, oh, I was like, oh. immediately, like, I would love to shadow you. And that's how the conversation started. But it wasn't right. like, oh, my God, hi, great to meet you. Can I shadow you? You know, it was like. No, no, no. you just That's sorry. what that's a
0: 20-year-old would say.
1: I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe they get what they need that way. But that's not how I do it. You yeah. know, it was like the door was open for me. And I just went straight through like, do not hesitate. If they open it, you walk straight through. And Did she ask. say
0: yes right off the bat?
1: Yeah, well, she said um, it was it was like they were shooting overseas. They didn't know quite like all the plans yet. At How that point,
0: because someone has to pay for you.
1: Well, I was put on the list. Basically, there's a whole, there was always a waiting list of people to shadow on Homeland. Oh. So I was put on the list. My list and, of mentees. Yep, absolutely. You pay your oh. own way for oh. everything. You get oh. yourself there. That's why she was like, "Listen, it's overseas." I was like, "Okay." I was thinking oh, Canada, okay. but I was like, Rocka! oh sh-. okay." Um, but I flew myself there and I lived there for two months with them because I did. I was they were block shooting one and two, so and um, you know I got the call a couple of weeks before they were supposed to start. Because Mm. I just was like persistent, not in like I emailed her every week, but I emailed her like I think every two months or something. I was like, hey, how are you? And then the second time I emailed her, she replied the next day saying, oh, great timing. We're just locking in our shadows now. So it's also timing and luck is such a big part of it because yeah. maybe if i hadn't emailed her at that particular time my name wouldn't have come up on the list and it would have not happened you know like yeah so many things they're so
0: busy that they're just gonna forget about people oh for na- sure so many things time.
1: happening because she's she was the producing director too so yeah not- <laughs> she's,
0: she's a big title there i mean how great was that finale
1: it was wild
0: <laughs> it's like tv endings are usually bad but How they ended it, I'm not going to spoil it for people because I'm excited (laughs) for anyone who is a Homeland Virgin because this is one of the greatest (laughs) suspenseful shows in the history of mankind. But that finale was like, "Mm, mm." (laughs) it felt like um, they were starting something new, but we just don't get to see it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're not talking about uh, it
1: though. (laughs) Right? We're not talking about it. We don't want to (laughs) like... Spoil it for anyone
0: I'm not gonna that's all I'll say
1: okay good
0: <laughs> but I assume you congratulated her for that phenomenal oh, for sure ending.
1: yeah and she was also I think if I'm not wrong she was nominated for an Emmy again was she at a DGA again? award I think I'm not she's surprised. been nominated for so many things
0: um I'm not surprised.
1: but yeah so the, I mean just to say I think you really have to just gauge the situation is what i'm saying like sometimes you can go in and do the ask immediately sometimes you gotta wait it's just like a big question mark you just have to really learn how to read the room and i feel yes, like i
0: can't um <laughs> look the, the people that i want to get to know and like absorb their brains they've all been super generous i mean um right i mean i know one guy uh who's who's busy with uh mission impossible eight right now um so i can't it'd be dumb to send him emails now i mean that's a 24-7 job but they're up against is he prepping
1: but, right now is that what you mean
0: uh they're shooting so oh, he's they're one shooting, of the producers right. yeah he's oh, one of the okay. top producers there he used to he started out as a second ad and now he's a producer for like
1: But what do you mean, like, what would you get in touch with him for? Are you not just saying, hey, congrats. I hope the shoot goes really well and that kind Um, of email.
0: I did do that recently. I took my parents to see Top Gun Maverick, loved it. And then I emailed them like a brief, like, look, congratulations. It was very emotional. Um, We loved it. And uh, good luck with the current mission. Yeah. And he responded the day after. He said, thanks, Billy. Glad you liked it. And then I was like, oh, I want to sponge his brain more, but there, it's very little doubt that he'll keep in touch because Mission 8 is a, it's a huge franchise, obviously. Um, so there are guys like that and where most of the time you don't know what they're working on, but sometimes they'll email you right away, like that happened to you. And sometimes they'll email you back months later. Yeah. And so it's like, I don't know how to read or gauge. So uh, that's what I'm basically telling you. <laughs> I suck at it.
1: But also, like, I don't think you should get super disappointed if it takes if it takes months, and they actually still get back to you. That's still a positive. Yeah. That's still a great thing. They were probably that would very, be a very miracle busy. if
0: they like, you know, dug deep into their inbox to like, that's
1: why resp- you kind of do another follow up. You don't you don't just like Stop. what I'm
0: up to and just update yeah. them briefly.
1: Like, or you, you so what I do is like, like I track, if I know that one of my like exec friends or the people that I'm tracking have a new yeah. show out, you send them a congratulations email, or they were in a deadline article, you congratulate them. You just, you just find ways to keep in touch and to keep that connection yeah, I- live
0: yeah i I do i do mostly do that with google calendar i mean you do a spreadsheet which is you know easily more visible Um, you know
1: what's really good is also um, email if you use gmail snooze so you can snooze three months or whatever date ahead and the email will pop up in your inbox again so if you have like a you know like you let's say you just said hey congratulations today yeah and then they replied thanks you just snooze that email in Gmail for like three months and it comes, pops back in, reminds you that, oh, right. It was three months ago that I was in touch. I better just say ping, say hi again. Oh. Um, that's just like another way to do it. Also, mm-hmm. even myself, I have things that in my email that just, you know, that's like, I completely forget about it. If it's not in, in front of me, I'm yeah. not, I'm trying, I'm not trying to be rude. But no. I will forget about it if that email is not in front of me. Imagine I them with the thousands of emails. No, you wouldn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what <laughs> time you know? do you have do you have a do you have a philosophy on that? Like what time is the best time? 10 a.m., 2 p.m. You know the <sighs> general rule? I do not. 8 p.m.
1: I don't know all these rules. I or just in my whenever. head, I'm like, I'm gonna send it at like 8 9 a.m. So it's pretty high, like up Some on their inbox.
0: There. I saw your uh campaign video for your uh, proof of concept feature. And can you tell us like what the status is?
1: So that film is doing the festivals. Now I made the short yeah, and it's uh, premiering at Bali, Bali Nali film festival next week, I think. And Mm -hmm. um, so it's, uh, we want it just to see how it goes. It might be a little hard because it is 21 minutes long, and I don't think it's a real festival (laughs) film. We've had some reply to us and they're like, they really loved it, but it's really long and hard to um, program. So fair enough. Fair enough.
0: It's a little long, yeah. It's a
1: little long and difficult to program. That's fine. So I think we're just like testing that out. And if not, we're just going to release it publicly online. and we've trying to see whether we can get meetings for the feature of it all and see if we can get that ball rolling now that we've got the proof. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of in progress, I guess.
0: I don't know how you'll take this. But I'm actually surprised you haven't directed a feature. Yet.
1: <laughs> Thanks. Me too. Um, <laughs> uh, We're all thinking
0: that, like, yeah, how come no one's giving me an opportunity to direct a feature?
1: Right? Exactly. Although I have been very, very TV focused for well, the last oh. few years, I've been trying to get into episodic directing since 2019, 2020. so they are quite separate paths um, and very Once difficult. Longer. Each one is also although as difficult, so it's like right. it's difficult to do both at the same time.
0: Right. I right. feel
1: like unless you're already established and you know you can kind of push.
0: I've seen a lot of your short films, and um, are these funded by you? Uh, Are you like a hired gun on these things?
1: No, a lot of them I've written. So I raise funds or I figure out a way to to fund it. Um, Some have been crowd, like one was fully crowdfunded. One was like a private crowd fund through friends and Mm -hmm. family.
0: Did you ever have to take survival jobs since you moved here?
1: So I'm a photographer also. I do portrait photography. Um, Millions of dollars, yeah. (laughs) I uh, design pitch decks, so that's another way that I keep some funds coming in. Um, what nice. else? I've, so it's it's yeah. all
0: artistic. That's good.
1: Sure. Yeah. You're not like
0: digging ditches at a graveyard or anything.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> you're not like that. Could uh, be artistic. I don't know. You're not
0: working at Ralph's or.
1: No, no, but I, I mean, I Nothing really, wrong with if Ralph's. that's gonna pay the bills and that's gonna pay your rent sure you know, with
0: just, the with the other side jobs, how, how are you? Uh, how are you getting them? How are you advertising yourself?
1: I don't really. Um, oh, people. Good. Uh, references? Like, I have Instagram where I post my photos. And then I get like friends of friends asking
0: for oh, okay.
1: portraits and whatnot. Uh, it's, you know, and the, the, the pitch deck stuff is references people, if they've liked my work, they give my name to the next person kind
0: of thing. I didn't, I didn't catch any of your pitch decks. I, oh, I they're not public. Um, oh, well, yeah, of course. <laughs>
1: they're treatments and pictures. Can't so spoil don't. Star Wars 10. <laughs> they, they don't um, tend to go public.
0: Do you have like a favorite emotional story arc? Because The reason why I ask mm-hmm. is because a lot of your short films, they deal with uh, grief and loss. Oh. And the hope of reconnection which is one of my favorite themes Um, Mm -hmm. and kind of splashed with some uh, (laughs) sci-fi yeah
1: So
0: I I was wondering if that's a reflection of you
1: I actually never really thought of it that way before that's so interesting I I don't know if anyone's ever put it that way Uh, well most of them
0: except for the morning after
1: well the comedies are not um (laughs) That's not me. It's a comedy. It's still me. It's still. um, I think more so than that, that I think that I like to work on is idea. The idea of this kind of whether you belong or not, you know, you. are an outsider. You're an outsider looking in. I think that's more the themes that I like to explore. Yeah, I think I love it. It Comes because I'm mixed, you know, I'm mixed Asian and. I grew up with a lot of that experience and being a third culture kid and all that. I think that's really more consciously what I try to explore.
0: Well, that's why we chose film, because we're all outsiders, or at least we think we are.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. But yeah, yeah, whether whatever genre it is, if it's drama or comedy or anything like that, those definitely is where I gravitate to, those kind of stories. 'Cause even like let's say my you know, this arc, the sci fi one, about the old man waiting for his wife to come back. He arc? did you watch that? Yeah. So the arc which was on dust, um, the sci fi channel, it's that is still like he doesn't quite belong on Earth anymore because the Earth is literally pushing him off the planet because it's you know imploding yeah. and she doesn't belong in this time anymore because she's had this weird time loop—not tr- loop, but like you know drift from going across interstellar to travel. So it's it's still I feel like exploring those themes, mm. um, but yeah, now that you think about it, it's like oh my gosh, there is a lot of grief in my. <laughs> Stop! what am I doing um
0: (laughs) hey I'm not I'm not accusing you of anything I'm just I just (laughs) I just see these things and I just always like very get you know curious about why they do what they do um Mm. because I I like stories about people losing what they love and Mm -hmm. desperately trying to get it back right so I mean that's I think Looking at your Vimeo now in hindsight, it is kind of like people looking for love, whether it's life or death or right in between
1: yeah, we're looking for Maybe something your... whether it be love, whether it be family yeah. whether it be whatever it is, I think that's part of it it's like that yeah. search I because... don't know what
0: that means about you, but that's uh it's coming from something
1: sure I mean it all comes from different experiences, I think you know
0: do you have like a I don't know if it's just personal, but do you have, like, a major personal loss that you think about?
1: Um, no. Like I said, that's not what consciously drives me to these stories. It's not really yeah. what I'm trying to, like, my storytelling. Do you have um, a reoccurring dream? Do I have a reoccurring dream? Not really. Yeah. Like think, your te-
0: teeth shattering?
1: No. You know what it is? It's so odd. Is Pop quiz. Trying to ski and there's not enough snow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So what's there then
1: i have no idea like you know grass and pebbles and you know whatever it is gravel sure it's just not really pleasant it would Um, hurt i don't know where that comes from i think it's like i i I went to high school and university in australia and there was always like really weird winters where there wasn't enough snow to go skiing
0: that's your next movie
1: I don't know how interesting that was skiing but...
0: without snow that's your next movie
1: oh my god climate change there you go
0: <laughs> oh god it's happening right now
1: i know Jeez. i know
0: so i'm i'm very relieved that you didn't you didn't have to take any survival boring jobs so that's that's oh i've good. done
1: them in the past don't worry i've be, i've been a barista i've been a waiter i've been i've worked like in a supermarket years not since i like started working in advertising i think from then on it's been a lot of most no mostly creative That's jobs. Good. yeah i started I a cafe in directing bali
0: stranger things
1: oh yeah cool thank you Would i just you want to watched that? episode four of the latest volume oh hell sorry. yeah i finished it it's so good cool. a heartbeat. I was, I was
0: very surprised
1: it's brilliant um, like to
0: do it a fourth time you know how yeah. redundant that sounds
1: yes because <laughs> if, if we
0: were them, we'd be like oh the fucking gates open again we gotta do this all over again okay <laughs> yeah. what's what's next all right here's how you solve that
1: really like, interesting ways to do it though and like really no it's
0: fantastic i I, yeah. I get a lot yeah oh my that's, gosh that's that's my dream show to photograph
1: oh there you go uh, you
0: have to be in the union of course
1: oh you're not in the union yet
0: I need at least 40 non-union paid days by this year or else I'm screwed.
1: Oh, wow. Non-union paid days, you said?
0: Yeah. Which doesn't sound hard, right? Because there's so many indies in LA. Yeah. But I got to tell you, I mean, maybe you can understand this because you're a filmmaker, but my frustration is like most of these productions, they really don't want to hire people like us. I don't think I'm exaggerating. I, they just don't, I guess they just don't believe in still photography because, mm. I mean, we're supposed to be there every day. I mean, you never know what you're going to use to like market your film for your EPK and your key art or future pitch decks and stuff like that. I think it's because everyone in the world thinks they're a photographer. Now, you see how these camera phones are advancing, and I think everybody wants to be a filmmaker socially and if you see a guy with a dslr you may wonder why is that guy charged so much he's just taking pictures so that's the feeling i I get
1: i don't think so i think that maybe that's part of what other people think but for me I, i can tell you being a producer on a lot of my own stuff Please. What it comes down to for us a lot of the time, and I w- have always wanted to have a unit photographer because it makes the hugest difference to have professional yeah. photographer. You don't
0: want to keep using frame grabs. That's just
1: no. blurry and low res. No, it's a massive. You know, it's for me. It's like if we can, we should get a unit photographer because you're yeah. on such tight budgets that like it always becomes the luxury. Um, to get a unit photographer. So you're like, that's when you're working on such tiny, tiny budgets, you know, when we're like struggling to like pay our sound design uh, recorders or where, you know, like there's there's pots of money that you just can't do without. It's like you have to get a good sound uh, recorder. Yeah, and you I have know. to get a good DP. There's like, so, and the unit photographer, unfortunately, at this level is still like, Oh my gosh, if I could do With it, it would be like amazing. It would be the bonus. It's not like essential yet at this level. But whenever I do get any kind of budget where I can, I do absolutely. I always have a unit photographer on mine. Um, wow. One of my good friends, Beth, is a unit photographer. She does a lot of Netflix shows and she does, you know,
0: Beth she does Dubber? quite
1: well. Yeah. You know her? Oh,
0: yeah. She's sweet.
1: She's really lovely, but one of, of her times. mentees, like, started helping. She shot one of my the web series that I was on that like, I directed, like, years ago, and she would come mm, and help yeah. out. So, there's different ways to get a unit photographer. But unfortunately, in terms of, like, the essential or not essential part, depending on your budget, it's, like,
0: yeah. that's
1: really what are you going to concentrate all your money on is, like, your sound picture everything feeding your all crew of all of it but like i feel like that is not unfortunately the priority at that point when you do yeah. get a little bit of money obviously you're going to start doing it and it is absolutely essential to have that for your epks if you want to get to the next level yeah. for all of it for your marketing for your posters all of it like Ark had a unit photographer that was her actually that's minty and it was like um Ankasa had a unit photographer. Like if whenever I can, I absolutely get one. Okay. But I don't think it's because like we don't want you around or anything like that. It's like literally we are so freaked out trying to get our budget balance to like just get the film yeah. done. It's a, it's a you're, sad truth. You're yeah. like the luxury line, you know?
0: <laughs> I, I th- I still think we're, essential. it's
1: not like I can, th- I think that we can like take a photo with our phone. I don't think it's that at all. I no. don't think that. Um, but I think you are essential when you get to a certain level, for sure. Mm-hmm. If you want to bump up to a certain level, absolutely essential. But, uh, you know, I can just say, but any of the like bigger shows I've shadowed or been on, they all had unit photographers.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: They all absolutely do features all have, but I think a lot of the, like the, you know, bread and butter shoots that are happening in LA probably can't afford one, unfortunately, at this point.
0: No, they can't. (laughs) Unless you have uh,
1: friends, you know, if you have friends that can come in. That's their backup
0: plan. Like I tell them my rate and then they're like, we're just going to ask my friend to shoot it. It's it's fine. Thank you for your time.
1: Well, my friends have been unit photographers though. Like it's been different. It's been like. I Jess has is a unit photographer, and I ask her when I can, and it's like she started doing it for free, and then whenever I got a little bit of extra in the budget, I would put it to her, and then they, you know, it was like that kind of thing, or yeah. someone else, the producer knows a unit photographer who, I never just ask a random person to take pictures and call them the unit photographer, that's not it, like they're always unit photographers.
0: Gotcha. So what are you working on now?
1: What am I working on now? I'm trying to. Like trying to this. stay cool. Everything. Um. I just won the. You got upset, you. No, it's getting really <laughs> warm in here. Uh, I'm like sweating that's, under this. That's <laughs> what heat
0: does, man. It's crazy.
1: <laughs> um, I am. I just won the Kate Janet Yang Julia Gao Grant. Of course you did. So. <laughs> so I um I have to start prepping that because I have, that has to be shot by September. What else am I working on? I just finished a, an action short that I shot with a few friends, Yoshi Sudarso and Stephen Ford. So that's in post right now editing. I am in prep for a couple of other shorts that are who knows when we're shooting, um, uh, like collaborations with friends.
0: You're getting paid for that, right?
1: For shorts? Nah, I'm never the person who gets paid. What? You don't get paid to make your own shorts. Yeah, you you here just, lies you just, the lesson of being a director. <laughs> you just fund it
0: yourself. You so. fund
1: it, or if it's someone else funding, you are never a line above the line. Rarely gets paid on shorts.
0: As crazy as budgets are these days, you're going to continue making short films
1: here and there. Yeah, I think wow. I, I.
0: That's very courageous of you.
1: I've been doing it for years. I don't think I've ever been paid for a short film, but this. Such a good way to hone your skills, keep them sharp. You know, they're smaller, less pressure. That's why I'm doing these action shorts so I can keep learning and my friends are amazing um fight coordinators. I can work with some of the best people in the industry because we're just jamming together. I've yeah, learned how like to It's like you're
0: twenty one again.
1: Dude, I don't think age has anything to do with it. <laughs> it's like uh,
0: a little bit for me.
1: I think you'd be surprised how old I am.
0: I'm going to say 28.
1: You're not serious? When was the last time we were even talking? It was not like, I was not 20.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm going to say 29.
1: <laughs> You're not serious, are you? I have no idea. I'm 43.
0: <laughs> Get out. No.
1: Nope. I am. Yes. Wow, yeah, like mean, I said.
0: it came in handy. <laughs>
1: being part indonesian comes in handy um
0: if i may say so well you look great i had no idea thank you um it but must be
1: it's passion gonna,
0: yeah it is, it is it's not I mean, it's
1: it's like for me i cannot think of anything else i would no. rather do than directing and being a filmmaker so i don't want to do anything else and the shorts you know, there are a lot of the times pain in the butt and you don't get paid and it's insane and it's stressful, just but stop. it's like
0: don't no more shorts. You don't have to do them. But just stop.
1: They're fun and you you're get fine, to but, be on but, set and you get to work with amazing actors. If someone gets hurt. And,
0: what? What if someone gets injured? I mean you're not gonna have a doctor on set, are you?
1: Ankasa, so we had a medic. We had three stunt coordinators. We had a well, stunt yeah, coordinator water involved. two stunt uh, people, yeah, but you can get them. You don't have, you never, you don't need to be unsafe just because you're doing a short. Number one rule. If you're doing anything that inc- involves I, any kind of action stunt. Look,
0: I, I like you, and I think <laughs> we're on the beginning of becoming friends, um, but if, if I may say so, I, I don't think you need to make short films anymore. I
1: think, oh, I don't think I need to either. I absolutely okay, agree.
0: Okay, let me rephrase. I think you should just stop. <laughs> and you should be you should be directing the next uh uh barry or uh i agree
1: i totally Um, agree i mean give them you're about to be in the GGA
0: any minute now where you can legally (laughs) make james bond or uh what else is there i don't know joker 2 sure
1: would i rather be doing that absolutely but if i don't have any work coming in or whatever it is i would rather be on set always Always with the choices. What if you just wrote
0: a spec script that's someone else's property and then you just did your own pitch deck, huh? Huh? What do you mean? Okay. So let's say you want to be the front runner for James Bond. Right. What if you came up with a spec script and and a pitch deck? And and a sizzle reel that you will personally cut yourself.
1: Why would I write it though? I have no interest in writing it. Okay. <laughs> i would definitely i mean sure i could make a pitch deck and i could do okay all that, you tell me which but who would, would i direct? send it to
0: eon studios mgm amazon like you I don't, don't
1: cold send stuff to them though they don't like they don't take that
0: no no i'm, I'm just saying like don't go out directly to pitch them but just kind of keep it keep all that stuff ready in your back pocket in case you like meet someone in that circle
1: <laughs> But then that would just let like, you have so many in your back pocket um Okay, fine. sure. Uh, I, f- I don't know. That's a wild idea. I don't think I, I think I am working on so many pitch decks for my own projects and stuff that I have examples of pitch decks. I have examples mm-hmm. of that um, that I could show.
0: You changed the title from The weekend to what?
1: The Ankasa Legacy. it's an Indonesian word.
0: The Ankasara Legacy. The Ankasa. Um,
1: Ankasa. It means space or sky. An in Kasai Indonesian legacy.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. It's kind of like midnight special. Depending how it, it goes out in the festival circuits and you you're, you're going to win a bunch of prizes. Um <laughs> so are you going to like crowdfund that as a feature? Or Maybe see who's going to buy I think it's more the concepts
1: Yeah, it's seeing if we can get it picked up anywhere first. Okay. that would be the first step.
0: That's exciting. I'd be looking forward to that.
1: Thanks. Yeah. I mean, I hope it does happen. I I'm actually I've got a couple of features that I've written oh. already that I'm trying to get off the ground. So that's that's one of them, yeah. Sci-fi? One is like a grounded sci-fi, one is a more of a like magical realism, I guess you could call it.
0: Oh, okay.
1: That's cool. Yeah.
0: This has been a real treat. And uh, thank you so much for talking to me in this scorching heat in Los Angeles. And uh, after you join the DJA, um, you're gonna get all these offers and uh, you'll probably never, you know, speak to me again. <laughs> Thats so <not> I-
1: true. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> yeah, I
0: have no doubt because I mean, it, it just takes a lot of like luck and preparation and um, just being ready, right? I mean that's
1: yeah, absolutely. If you're nice
0: and you work hard. That's that's all that matters, right?
1: Uh, I think it all matters. <laughs> you should be yeah, kind right. always, and yes, it's almost like you have to have all the the boxes ticked. Uh, I think, especially if you are a writer, I mean, a director from a, a diverse background, whether that be you know ethnicity or your you know whether you're a female director or whatever it is i think you have to be work harder and maybe be even more talented Mm -hmm. than um for some other people
0: yeah it's been great well thank thank you. you so much and uh i'll talk to you
1: soon yeah thank you